one day when we were both hanging out together and just really feeling that heaviness and sadness from the news coming out of Ukraine, we we felt inspired to write a love letter to her to express our feelings, to try to express our feelings because I think it's something that it's you like can't put into words. Yeah. yeah, it's a feeling. It's a feeling. So we tried to capture that. Our moms have a mutual cousin, Carol. Our babas have a mutual friend, Pearl. And we have a mutual love, Ukrainian dance and culture. I'm Hannah. I'm Caitlin. And this is FSI, the Ukrainian dance and culture podcast. It is the month of love. And love is on our mind. Love is in the air. And we can't talk about, think about, feel love. into love without mentioning our love for Ukraine. Although it's love month, it's also another month that changed everyone's lives, February. So February 24th, 2022 is when the full-scale invasion happened in Ukraine. And while that day was the start of it all, it only became more brutal throughout the year. And so, yeah, we're going to get a little sad here for a moment before we get happy and hopeful again. One day when we were both hanging out together and just really feeling that heaviness and sadness from the news coming out of Ukraine, we we felt inspired to write a love letter to her to express our feelings, to try to express our feelings, because I think it's something that it's you like can't put into us. words. Yeah. yeah. It's a feeling. It's a feeling. So we yeah. tried to capture that. Um, Ukraine is our why. We literally never, ever want to stop learning and sharing about her. And that's one of the reasons we started FSI. Um, She is the reason our hearts bubble over with passion. And she is our constant source of energy. Every time we go back to anything to do with Ukraine, we feel full. Um, we wanted to remind Ukraine and ourselves why we love her and why uh well no not why how much we believe in her and a love letter felt fitting because we were able to sit down and collect our thoughts uh, in a meaningful way and it was also very therapeutic to just reflect on how much she's given us and how much we owe back to her literally everything mm -hmm. writing is such a when you write, you process your emotions. I'm not a therapist, so I'm not going to explain how that works. I, I don't even understand it fully, but I do know that's true. And I feel that for myself. So it, it was just such a powerful experience to get to sit down so, with someone I love to write about something I love mm -hmm. and to reflect on that together. Yeah. And writing a joint love letter was definitely, um, it was so nice to do it together because we were, at the same time, we were reminiscing on memories and kind of thinking about things in a more broader sense. Like we didn't want to make it too specific to us. We wanted other people to connect with our words as well. So um, it was nice to do it together and kind of fit it into something that made sense for both of us. And this actually isn't the first love letter we have written together. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly, we wrote one to a 60-year-old man, a 60-something-year-old man. Who's married. <laughs> Who's married, yeah. Uh, Let us explain. Uh, yeah. So uh, it was for uh, Pan Petapelkin, who we also sometimes call 
Pan Poltava. Yes. Um, so the if you've been listening to our other episodes, he's the one who told us borscht without sour cream is like kissing without tongue. <laughs> he really impacted our lives. Okay? Yes. And he's a past artistic director of the ensemble in Poltava that we trained with. And the fall, the year after we moved back to Canada, his birthday is in May. And yeah, so this year we came back. We it was his birthday. We knew it was his birthday. And then we just like started reflecting on his impact on us because it was May's dance recital season for us. And we sort of started to think about um, how dance has impacted us, how instructors we've had have shaped our lives. And we yeah, so it all sort of just tied together and we we piece together a little note for him which we didn't even end up sending actually no but it was the source for this project this little series that we have in our brains so maybe if we would have sent it off it wouldn't have sat with us anymore and we wouldn't have brewed this up in our brains Mm -hmm. and um just like that of that how you don't know we didn't know how that would that letter would impact our lives and just like all of the people so okay this is connected but not really it's just coming to my brain of how uh we talk about how people in ukraine will never understand how much Mm -hmm. they have like changed our lives and we can try to tell them we did try and we try to yeah and like that's that's why we have a podcast and uh, this goes for anyone in life in general, but we're relating it to specifically the people we met while in Ukraine since that was such a powerful year for us. Um, but yeah, this these love letters is a that love letter to Pan Poltava, these love letters to Ukraine are sort of that way to try to capture some of those emotions that we feel for these people so that they sort of get a taste of yeah, their impact. And that is exactly what a love letter is. Like in a traditional sense, when you write a love letter, you're reminding someone just how much they mean to you. You're going out of your way to say something meaningful and do it in a meaningful way. And like when we come back to it, that's what we're doing here. So we wrote our own love letter to Ukraine that we had posted on social media um, in 2022. And we made a little instagram reel to it putting some videos and photos from our time there and um we asked a few friends in honor of this month of love to write their own letters um these are listeners of the podcast people well we'll we'll do little introductions of each of them but um we want to hear from other people's experiences as well mm-hmm. and with that although we've reached out to these folks um we are officially putting the call out to all of our listeners and maybe you want to share it with even people who don't listen to our podcast maybe you just know someone that would love to do this um we want to ask you to write a love letter to ukraine tell her how much you love her um, whether you visited her in person or not whether maybe you just danced growing up or you're involved in some community organization or it's just part of your ancestral line um being ukrainian is part of your not her <laughs> well her yeah um yeah write a love letter you can post it on social media and tag us or you can email it to us or if you want to be really romantic and romanticize this whole process and you do 
then mail it to us and you can just message us for our address. I would actually really love that. (laughs) And when you, just so you know, there are absolutely no rules to this. Yes. Besides start with the line, Dear Ukraine, and see where your words take you. Um, Make it specific about it. Yeah, a specific example. Make it general. Make it whatever, however you feel, however it comes out. There is, there's no, there's no wrong right or way. wrong. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. There is, there is a right way. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. Um, also, on that note, we're encouraging you to write a love letter to Ukraine, and we would love to read them and hear them in any way, shape, or form. But if you just want to write one as like a journal prompt, or like we said, it was just very meaningful to sit down and get this out of our brains and out of our hearts. And if that resonates with you and you want to do that, do it. And you don't even need to tell us. So we're going to read our love letter. You may have heard it before. Um, but then we're going to do a little introduction of each of the people that we ask to write their own letters. And you'll hear from them in their own words as well. Dear Ukraine, you have this different way about you. We know others who have met you feel it too. It's difficult to put into words. The more I learn about you, the more I learn about myself. Being with you, no, even just thinking about you, makes me feel like I have a purpose. When I'm with you, my heart is full. When I step away, I know where to find the missing piece. You've showed me the best version of myself. Even during heavy times, your spirit doesn't fade. You don't need to give and give and give, yet here you are. While you've never said I love you, the feeling of love you give is even more powerful than the words. You make me feel like I'm wrapped up in my favorite Lijnik. The love you've given me is as clear as the blue sky and as vast as the golden wheat fields. And I will live my life trying to return this love to you. I believe in having many soulmates, and you're one of them. I I love love you. Okay, so... That was a piece of our heart. A large piece. Mm-hmm. There's so many other pieces that involve her, mm-hmm. Ukraine. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we are going to go into our next love letters. And before we do, we just want to share that we actually put a lot of thought into who we were going to ask. We wanted to make sure we had male and females. Um, we wanted to make sure we didn't just ask a bunch of Ukrainian dancers because a lot of our friends are Ukrainian dancers. Um, but that is a huge part of our audience. So we did, of course, ask a Ukrainian dancer. We also wanted to talk with someone or ask someone who is from Ukraine. Um, we also wanted to share someone's letter of who maybe isn't actively still involved in a Ukrainian organized or Ukrainian Canadian or Ukrainian organization like dance like like us or Zoom or plast or a church or anything like that but that they still find these ways to connect to culture and we also wanted to make sure we included people who have and haven't been to ukraine because people feel this love in all forms and different ways that is literally just how strong ukraine's impact has on people and on that note we reached out to these people to share theirs with you and us 
but this is just the start. Like we said, we really want to hear other people's love letters and would be so grateful and appreciative if you shared those. Because we know while we did try to have some people from different backgrounds, this obviously does not include even a fraction of the people who would be interested in, in sharing something like this. So our first love letter is by Caitlin's friend, longtime friend, Eva Van Rensburg. She's uh, from Selkirk. I went to high school with her. She now lives in Winnipeg. We became friends through through dance camp, and she's been a dancer. She was a dancer when she was a kid into her teens. Actually, she even danced um, as an adult with the adult group in Selkirk. Oh, nice. And yeah, she finds even even though she's not in a dance group still. I just admire how she still finds so many ways to still celebrate her culture uh, with her family as well. She She's uh, done embroidery. She cooks. She just learns about the traditions. She always listens to our podcast. Always. Eva's so great at texting us when we release one. And she's already listened to it, like, moments after it's released. Yeah. And makes sure to let us know her thoughts and give us encouragement. And that's really... Um, loved <laughs> and even when we announced the date of the release date for this episode she had it marked on her calendar yeah um she also has a metis background and that's something she also is connecting with and learning about and so i i just really she's such an inspiration of um learning about your roots where we come from and that's why we wanted to ask eva to write a letter with that we'll let eva take it away Dear Ukraine, although we have never met in person, our connection is undeniable. It has been a journey of learning more about each other through some little and big moments over the years. You're often on my mind, especially as of late. I am able to find ways to become closer to you too. When I grow and harvest fresh ingredients to cook a hybrid recipe of my grandma's borscht, sharing its deliciousness with my family and friends. Or when I work on an embroidery project, each stitch allowing me time to reflect on the steady hands whom embroidered my own Vishivanka. Through dance, every step, every song, every performance, my heart beams with pride for you. It's always been for you, for us. My lifelong friendships made at Ukrainian dance camp and classes. With you, there is always so much joy and pride. That's what I think of when I see sparks of you sprinkled in my life. I admire your heart your spirit, and resilience. Sending you so much love, Ukraine. Our next love letter is from Carson McLean. He, well, we met him through Ukrainian dance stuff. We can't really figure out, or we don't know when the actual conversation happened where we connected hearts Mm -hmm. because we met we knew of each other met in passing multiple times and then then we just started talking more (laughs) seeing each other around more i don't know yeah and likely we probably approached him yeah forced this friendship um but we just we always he has such this radiant positive energy about him that you just want to talk with him mm-hmm. and you want to connect with him and he he is such like a yeah a really caring person who really likes 
talking with other people also interested in ukrainian culture yeah his welcoming energy welcomed us into his life mm-hmm. so it's your fault <laughs> carson sorry about it sorry about it carson whether you wanted it or not <laughs> you're our friend yeah um something we really admire about him is he's danced with multiple ukrainian dance ensembles and not just in one province anytime he's moved around for school or work or wherever life has taken him thus far um he has made the effort to join the ukrainian dance group in that city and it's not easy different styles different friends different instructors joining Um, anything as an adult is hard yeah so we really admire that about carson and with that here is carson's letter dear ukraine Though I was born in Canada, I am honored to call myself a Ukrainian-Canadian, and I have come to cherish all you have to offer. Our love started with Ukrainian dance, but it has grown to be so much more with time. My fondest memory of you was my first performance in Ukraine, when I had the opportunity to show my love for you on your own soil. Nervously waiting backstage, the lights went up, the music started, and the show began. The moment was made all the more special, having my relatives from Ukraine watching in the audience and my family from Canada performing alongside me. Every year, I learn more about you, and my love for you continues to grow. Every time I think I understand even just a small part of you, you reveal something new and pull me back in. Ukraine, a land of endless discovery. Your people, your food, your culture, your history, your everything. I have been blessed to witness the beauty of your lands firsthand, and it pains me to see you like this now. Still, your light shines on brighter than ever over this last year, and the world has noticed. These terrible times, as much as they never should have happened, have only made me feel more connected to and proud of you. You are not just a country, you are a home for the soul, a source of inspiration, a beacon of hope. Last, but definitely not least, as the cliche goes, as the saying goes. Both. <laughs> okay. Um, we have Ludmila Tereshenko. She is a pianist that is new in our life. Lucia, which is what we affectionately call her now because we're friends, uh, came to Canada in October 2022 because of the war. Um, we met her through Trianda's triptych show, which and is the group that we both dance with and um, they were searching for musicians to perform in the show and there was Lucia (laughs) and I remember Hannah had a coffee with her just to get to know her and Hannah was so inspired after talking with her and just hearing your admiration and excitement to get to know her was it was I couldn't wait to meet her either Mm mm-hmm It was one of those moments, though we had never met before, um, it's like our souls already knew each other, and we were mostly talking about, like, logistical things about an upcoming performance, but I still knew that, um, we would, I felt like we would be friends beyond the, that show, and, um, we have been. When we met, Lucia had a, this energy, this warm energy and character about her that we, felt from a lot of different artists that we met in Ukraine. Um, There's like this passionate that they exude and we feel it too. And I guess maybe it's just the artist heart connecting with another artist heart. I'm not sure. 
Um, but it's, it's like a next level thing when you can feel it. And she is such a passionate person about music and the arts in general, but you can especially feel that when it's um, a Ukrainian composer, a Ukrainian song. And that's sort of how we feel too with dance. We love dance. When it's Ukrainian dance, yoy. Yes. It just, yeah, we just feel that ultimate connection. Um, the moment I knew that we needed to have her on the podcast or we needed to chat with her and share something from her um, was when she said that it wasn't until she was a young adult that she had the chance to really explore and connect with her Ukrainian culture and started feeling on a more deeper level what it meant to be Ukrainian. And when she submitted her love letter to us, I, I felt that original sentiment come through in her love letter. Dear Ukraine, I was born at your warm, sunny, cozy seashore. And it seemed to me that this was the best part of you. What could be better? But I was wrong, because every part of you is the best. Every region of yours is beautiful and unique. It was the most excited adventure in my life to travel across your land and to discover the diversity of your traditions to meet kind and incredible people on my way, and to realize your versatility. It was the process of self-discovery for me, and I am so grateful for your assistance in it. You made me who I am now. My beloved, strong and unbreakable Ukraine, the whole world admires the bravery and the unity of your daughters and sons. You pay a very heavy price for your freedom now, but you will definitely resist and win. You are free, and it will always be. Thank you so much for all of those guests for sharing your heart with us, because I know it's not easy to do to not only sit with some of these heavy emotions and and work through them work with them but also to share it with others so thank you so much for your vulnerability yeah i know when i write words (laughs) it always feels like they're not enough it's like hard to portray what you're actually feeling because sometimes those feels don't even make it to your thoughts like you don't even know what that looks like in your brain and then so to translate your feels to your thoughts to words is hard um but I think these three did a really nice job of that and I love that um even even though these are their personal experiences I could connect with so many different parts of it and I'm sure you listeners could do the same as well that you're thinking of moments of your own life that um that you're relating to in those letters And thank you, all of you listeners, for listening to this and for being here and for you are the reason we have this platform to share things like this. Um, And so thank you for inspiring us. We look forward to hearing more letters, reading more of your letters uh, and hearing your reflections. And Ukraine is going to feel them, too, even though we're not sending them to her yet. Maybe we can in the future. Um just even putting this out into the world we know that that energy and those this love will she'll feel it love always wins and ukraine will win just live